Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Armin Prasher, and you're listening to Literal Talks. As always, if you are new here, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so, so much for sticking by me. Without much else said, let's get right into today's special episode, in the duration of which we will wrap up the discussion of origin and finish up the book itself. So, with that said, let's get right into today's action. Alright, so the way I decided this was going to be done, or the way I was going to rate this book, was that I would take four elements into account to give this rating, you know, to the novel, and uh, each element will be worth equal marks, and this will be five points, making it a total rating out of 20 points, marks, whatever you want to call it. So, what are these four elements? Well, we'll start off with covering and discussing, uh, you know, the quality of the plot. And here we'll talk about things like rising action, the climax, falling action, and yeah. And then we'll move on to the tone of the book. And this will include my opinions on the voice and the flow of the book. And from here, we'll go on to the characters. And here I'll give you my opinions on the character depth. Uh, the character connectivity and just the intensity and the fun you have while reading, you know, a certain character's lines or about their backstory or things like that. And finally, the last element will be impact. And this will include, you know, the message that the book is trying to, uh, you know, give to you through its wording and just the overall lasting effect of the book that it leaves on you. Even after you've put the novel down for the final time, you know, you're still left thinking about it for that little bit. And how effective is that time period? And what are you thinking about there? That's what I'll be talking about. So before we get into that, though, let's start with a quick summary of the entire book and get into this episode, the last one covering origin. So... As you guys probably know, Origin is a novel that starts off with the murder of the main character's best friend, and this protagonist then embarks on a journey to uncover the discoveries made by his friends in his final years of his life. So, in the end, we see our main character emerging successfully, and we learn what these discoveries are, and then we finally move to the end of the book where the killer from the start is revealed, and then everything flows calmly into the sunset, leaving us with an overall good book. And yeah, I just really quickly wanted to cover that, to remind everyone what the basic plot of the book is, And with that out of the way, let's move to the really interesting part of today's episode as we start the rating half of this episode, starting with plot. Let's dive right into it. Alright, so like I've said, the rating of this section will be influenced by the plot development of the whole novel, and it will include things like the rising and falling action, while also covering the climactic scene of the whole book. So, to start off, let's go with the rising action. Alright, so in my opinion, a good introduction to any novel, you know, I don't care what genre it is in, but like just any novel, you know, in general, provides readers with some sort of action, be it emotional or physical, but also does a good enough job that the characters embed themselves and make themselves, but also their intentions known to you, the reader. So wait, I'll talk about this more when we reach the character rating of this segment. So, but yeah. Moving on, I feel that this section of the book is especially tough to write. 
you know, well, I would say. You can write it, but to really get your reader engaged, I would say, it's, it's, it's a very tough ask. Uh, now, why do I feel this way? Because you need to establish a connection between the reader and the novel, but too much time taken here can disable a reader's interest in your book. But in this book, I feel that Dan Brown does an admirable job in the construction of this segment because he takes his time to ease his readers into the book, but instead of draining their interest, he amplifies it by providing them with a great action sequence to draw them into the book. Hence, I feel that the hook for the book is just incredibly good and very well used here. Now, another thing I want you know, I feel that makes the rising action in a book brilliant to read is, you know, is when the action or reveals made in this part of the book are kept brief and short. Now, I feel this way because sometimes long fight scenes or action sequences can be tedious to read. You know, much like, you know, long introductory or droning conversations, I feel like sometimes even action sequences or, you know, fight scenes or something like that can also get tedious to read because, you know, you just think this is never going to end. And again, here, this book deserves full credit again. And overall, this section of the book ticks all the boxes for me. And it's probably one of the strongest written sections of this entire piece. But now we move to the problematic section of the plot line. Again, like you've already heard, the climax. Now, the thriller again, in my opinion, the climax is where you're supposed to get a massive twist in the whole novel to cement the book in the reader's heart. You know, it's supposed to change the complexion of the book, and the reveals made are supposed to be shocking and new. But the problem with this book's climax is that, you know, it's so generic, as I've said previously, and it didn't really change anything. You know, it was as if the characters had to get through endless obstacles only to hear a prediction about our future that is very commonplace today. And I guess my true complaint with the climax was just that it it's supposed to be a high point in the book, you know? Like the highest point. But here, it was so lackluster that to me, it almost felt that it was still part of the rising action. And, you know, I felt the climax never really even came for this book. So overall, you know, like you guys already have heard in previous episodes, I was very, very disappointed by this this section of the plot. And I'm sorry to say it, but it was just very, you know, disheartening and very disappointing. Now, you know, we move on to the next segment of the plot line in any novel, the conclusion and ending of Origin. So like I've done for the introduction and climax, in my opinion, the proper conclusion has certain parameters and fulfillments it needs to achieve in order to make it an overall well-rounded, well-written piece. So for me, these are that firstly, it needs to be brief. Now, what do I mean by this? Is that it needs to be a readable length, meaning that it needs to be of length that successfully encompasses the message of the book, but isn't the length where it seems that the book is being pushed on forcefully. And I feel like this happens to some of the best series I've read. And, you know, I feel like it's a lot more common than it should be in, you know, the professional writing world. Secondly, it needs to develop and round off the story well. There really can't be any claims or announcements made that endanger or disassemble 
of the plot line that has already been you know laid out carefully through the entire novel. So moving on to the grading of this particular conclusion, I feel that we actually have a very interesting conundrum with this specific segment. Now I feel this way because while we do get an ending segment that isn't too long, it's and it you know perfectly encapsulates the true essence of the book. On the other hand, there are significantly major reveals that are made that you know while don't change the actual storyline. They don't really affect our subject, but certainly change our views and perceptions on certain characters, which conflicts my views on this conclusion. You know, if I were to say it that way. So overall, I'll leave it there. A strong piece of writing with a few conflicting elements that neutralize the effect of the ending. And there you go, guys. That is my reasoning for the rating of this section of the book. And that is three out of five stars. Now, the reasoning for this is because I took away uh, a mark and a half because of the debacle that is the climax. You, you guys know very clearly that I'm really not impressed with the climax. While also uh, half a mark because of my conflicting opinions on the conclusion of the book. You know, I didn't think I could give it a full mark there. So... I just decided to go with my gut and take away half a mark, you know, not being too harsh. So yeah, I feel that that is an it's okay, it's it's just an average plotline. I won't say it's very very good. It's average. That's what I'm gonna say. Which is why I gave it an average rating, you know, three out of five. With that said, let's move into the next element I'll be using to rate this book, and that will be the tone of the book. With that said, let's get right into it. All right, guys. So, like I've said previously, when we discuss the tone purity of this book, I will be focusing on the components of the clarity, you know, of voice in the book, and just the overall connectivity, you know, the ebb and flow of the novel. So, let's go. Well, firstly, I feel that it's quite clear that the author has written the book in a third-person voice, where they use words like him, her, they, or them, and. They also seem to know all the information about the book, even information that is unknown to the main and side characters at given times. Personally, this is a huge plus for me, as I find third-person books just a lot more attractive to read, and just much easier to go along with. Again, it's just my opinion. For some reason, they just you know click with me more, and I find that books written in third person are much more relatable, since I feel that when you're reading. In first-person POV, it seems that you're reading someone else's adventures and life story. You know, since they use phrases like "I" and "me," and you know, it sort of makes it seem that you aren't really connected to the character or the book. And you know, that sort of doesn't do it for me. And in this case, though, it is a neutrally written piece, as it can be applicable to anybody. And in that way, this familiarity is a sense of comfort, in my opinion. Next, I feel that the voice of the book is very clearly defined in the throughout the whole novel, and it is never lost in the whole duration of you know the narration of the book. And I feel that this is very very important, and it's very crucial to have a definitive tone and modulation in any book, because I find that an unclear voice can cause and disrupt the flow of the book completely. And I feel that this makes the book choppy and ensures disconnectivity. And this connects to my second point in this section, and we move to that now.
So for me, this is one of the most important rating sections I will be covering in this book because I feel that the flowing nature of the book either makes or breaks a novel and it often gets overlooked as a factor in a book. For me, I feel that without a factor that really glues the book together, it feels less like a book and more like a connection, or not a connection, like a collection of short stories, that, and that's just never what you want. But in this case, you know, in the case of this novel, I feel that this book does a commendable job to maintain, you know, the tempo, the speed of the book, and it does its level best to stay true to its message. To me, I believe that this book is a great example of the base tone a novel should have, you know, because, you know, I feel that in the fact of natural settings, or neutral settings, rather, where there isn't too much going on, the tone and feeling of curiosity, intensity, and purpose is maintained, you know, in terms of this novel particularly, and it, this is a big plus point for me. Because with that base and building from there, the author then skillfully gives himself the room to alter the narration of the story when there is an action sequence, for example, or a change in the mood. In some cases, we see it rising up to things like aggression and violence, while other times we see it falling into sadness and grief. But when these short bursts of changes are done, the novel always returns to its base and this is because the base has already been set from the start and Dan Brown isn't having to develop this as he goes along. Which is where I find one of its biggest strengths lies. This is a huge plus point for me and I was very happy when I recognized this. And yeah, that is basically what I briefly wanted to say about this topic. And keeping that in mind, I give the tone and mood of this book a rating of 4 out of 5 points. Now, I took away one mark here because I felt that in some parts, just, just a few, um, which occurred during the introductory point and sort of the middle phases of the book, the writing did get a bit loose and deviated just slightly from what needed to be said. And this for me hindered the tempo which I've been talking about of the book slightly and threw it a bit off course leaving it to, you know, slowly, slowly, gradually find its way back near the end where it got real solid again. So yeah, overall, an above average book in this category and enjoy and I personally really enjoyed this element of the book a lot. With that said, we move to the third element and this will be the characters of the book. So let's go. So, again, like I've previously mentioned for the coverage of the first two categories, there we go, in terms of characters, I will be looking at things like character depth, character connectivity, and remembrance, actually, because I feel that what really finishes off a strong character is their uniqueness, which leads to a reader either forgetting or remembering that character even after they've finished said novel. So, in my opinion, what makes a really good, strong, solid character is a good arc. Because if the character doesn't change or grow in any way, I feel that the book has done poorly in the writing of their characters. Next, I feel that the one thing that is extremely important for any character is the appeal that the individual has to the large majority of the book's readers. 
And again, the obvious reason for it is that, especially with side characters, you want to have characters that, when they leave or come out of the limelight, to still be in the back of the head of the reader. And once the character comes back, the reader needs to remember this person right away. Or else, you completely lose the rhythm of the book and it's very, very hard to come back from this stage. This is similar to book series, I feel, because when a new book in the series comes out, the reader needs to remember the side characters again, like right away. Because I feel that the side characters are sometimes even more important to the book and, you know, to the solidity of the book even more than the actual antagonist or the protagonist of the book. But then arises the question, what makes a character memorable? Well, in my opinion, the character needs to be lifeful, full of life, and jumping off the page. The way to do this for me is to ensure that the character is special and different. Because I find that there are way too many generic protagonist and antagonist stories. And so many books fall prey to them, to, you know, in these days. And I feel like some don't even recognize that what they're doing. Now, this in itself is an extremely daunting task for any uh, writer, in my opinion. No matter their, cal- you know, their caliber or their experience. But I feel that the way to do this is by reflecting yourself and your own personal morals, ethics, and experiences within your characters to give them their own presentable, connectable, and realistic ideologies and personalities. And in my opinion, Dan Brown has done again an exceptional job of developing a strong baseline of characters that follow this inclusion of just this extra little touch. Which again, is what makes them such an attractive feature and such a good part of this book. Another aspect that I absolutely love about this book's cast is just the amount of effort and poise that is put into each and every character. Because just going that extra mile and putting in that extra bit of effort just makes you connect and appreciate the writer and the character much more. For example, if you look at our main character, Robert Langdon, You can identify him as an ordinary human being, meaning, you know, that he doesn't really have any heroic elements. Now, what I mean by this is that he doesn't have, you know, something like a tough childhood or something driving his actions. He's just an everyday guy who you would meet on the street. But he still gets caught up in extraordinary experiences, which is what makes him a great character and a great asset to the whole novel. Now, the last point I wanted to cover about the characters in this book is the fact that the large majority of the side cost, cost, what a cast, and characters are gray characters, meaning that you develop a special connection with them since you are always wondering about, you know, where their true loyalties lie, which is what makes them so enthralling, so exhilarating to read, and that is a reason why they draw such a strong emotional recall from the reader once their true personalities are revealed. And there you go again. That is my opinion on the characters of this book, and this will be what I'll be using to guide my decision-making in order to grade the characters of the novel. And with that said, I would give, give, wow, this element of the book a mark of 
5 out of 5 points. Now, the reason I've decided to give the characters a perfect rating was because there are they're just one of the, some of the best I've ever read. Um and I was extremely extremely happy with their final outcomes. I was just very pleased with, you know, where they ended off because I feel like you really need to do justice to where a character ends because like I said in my previous episode, for most of them that is where they remain in the reader's mind till any new information is given and it needs to be a location where, you know, you've done good and done justice to that character and their personality. And I feel like again, just like most of his things that he has done here, Dan Brown does an admirable job, an exceptional piece of writing to finish off almost every character perfectly, you know? Even some of the ones that die or are killed off are done so in a manner that really, really suits them. And it's just really fun to read, in my opinion, and it's a very, very strong piece of writing. So, with that said, we are three down in the grading scheme, and now we move to the last one, the final, the final section, Impact and Impression, left by Dan Brown and Origin. So, let's get right into it. Now, we reach the final section that I will be discussing, which will be the final impression of the book that it has left on me, you know, personally. So, just a heads up, this section will be purely based on my opinions and will completely reflect what I thought of the impact of the novel. So, firstly, let me ask you, what amplifies or dampers the impact or, let's just say, influence of a novel? Well, in my opinion, it is the climax, first of all, that leaves a lasting effect on the reader. So, in terms of that, I feel that, you know, without going into any depth at all, this book performs subpar in this arena, and, you know, like I've discussed previously, it fails to stamp itself on the outcome of the novel. So, in terms of that, I was very, very, very disappointed by the climax again, but for yet another reason. Moving on, I feel that, you know, in all seriousness, another thing that comes into consideration is just the message that the author is trying to convey through his writing, you know? And I find that one positive thing that this does it, to support this book in terms of message convention is the fact that the theme and thesis of this book are very clear and easily come through the words of the author and that is something that I feel makes this book extremely strong. Since, you know, it never loses the true essence of its purpose. And it's always clear why this book was written, you know? And I feel that this is a true accomplishment. Because in recent times, I find that many books, way more than there should be again, tend to lose their way in the middle phases of the narration. And it puts you in a confusing strait straight what state as the reader since you know you're unsure what the end goal of the writing that you're reading is so in terms of that i feel that this book maintains its solidity really well but there's also a second part to this and this is the actual strength of the message and the validity of the message actually and this is where i feel like there's a slight hiccup for this book nothing too big just a slight nitpick i have with it now, the reason I feel this way is just due to the fact that the message, again, isn't anything new. 
It feels generic, and the confusion caused by the author trying to address two separate halves of the same whole. Like I've said before many times, the prediction through this book about our future is extremely commonplace, and honestly, a little stale. On the other hand, if I feel like if someone were to do a deeper examination and really look into the book, they would see that it actually also incorporates numerous classical teachings into its message. You know, things like always ex- expect the unexpected, or look at the world from a dis- different perspective, and turn your weaknesses into your strengths. And this actually skyrockets the, you know, the impact this book has for me, because if you just look at it that little bit closer, you can see those messages and much more than, you know, just the three I covered being conveyed through the events that transpire throughout the book and the writing of the whole novel taking the impact to just a whole new level that I just never, you know, thought about when I was first actually reading it. But yeah, guys, that's all I got to say about this last section. It was definitely shorter than most of the other ones. Um, but I honestly feel I actually, you know, accurately covered what I was attempting to say. So finally, after some consideration given to the impact, you know, the impactfulness of this novel, a rating, I give this a rating of three out of five points. Now, this came about because I was originally going to give it an even lower mark because, you know, maybe something even like a two or a 1.5. But, you know, again, it was pretty lackluster for me. But once I looked that little bit deeper, I was pretty excited and impressed with what I found. You know, the things I discovered. But yeah, that about wraps up the individual ratings of the different grading skills of the novel. And that brings me to the final rating of the book to about... 15 out of 20 points and yeah overall i really enjoyed reading this book and would definitely recommend it to you know just anyone looking for a fun and enticing read in terms of my reviewing i feel that i was thorough and probably fair in my opinion but if you do feel that i was too lenient or too harsh always feel free to let me know along with you know what you would rate origins because i would love to read your guys's opinion on it Finally, the last thing I wanted to do for this episode was to announce the next book I will be covering and talking about. You know, I'm really excited for this. And when thinking about this book, I thought, you know what? Let's keep it simple. And so, I'm traveling back in time in Dan Brown's book, and starting next week, I'll be starting the discussion on the book that came out before Origin. You guessed it, that is Inferno. So do join me for that, as that will be a great coverage as well. And I gotta say to you, that is such a good read. I, I feel like you would really enjoy it. So with that said, that about concludes this episode. You know, see me on the next side for the conclusion. But yeah, guys, with that said, that will be a wrap on this episode and the book, Origin Itself. Again, I thoroughly enjoyed this book, and I felt that it was a, honestly a nice one to start the podcast from. Also, I won't just be covering Dan Brown's novel, you know, just cleaning that up. I will be branching out into other series, you know, like Harry Potter, The Hunger Games, Divergent, Renegade, and so many more. 
But yeah, if you have a favorite book or series you want me to cover, I would be extremely glad to take your suggestions. With that said, and as always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please spread the word about this podcast. With that, I'm Armin, you just heard Literal Talks, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.